April 26, 2023. It's a for Pedro show.
Show. Happy Wednesday. Started off with Congo Blues. This is John Coltrane with Dizzy Gillespie. 1951 Birdland, unknown radio broadcast. Yeah, that's a great classroom. Dizzy Gillespie's. Learning on the job, right, John Coltrane? Then Free Static with Disco Metallic. And because of those uh, Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I'm not in man alone mode. I am joined by Courtney and Chris, Free Static. All the way from Eugene, welcome aboard. Thanks for having us. Yeah, hello. And we got to give credit right away for the connect to Randolph and those uh, people with the difficult music. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, nothing's worth it unless it's difficult. Sometimes it comes easy. Sometimes it's like shit in a pecan log. So, Chris, you were the one to volunteer first. Your journey. Please bring your earliest musical recollection. Remember, it's a Watt for Pedro show. There's no hard questions. There's no wrong answers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, earliest recollections are, you know, parents playing records. But, you know, the, the stuff they were into were like the Carpenters and Simon and Garfunkel, which is good stuff. But, yeah, that's that's kind of my, my earliest memories of music is my folks playing records. Okay, and uh, yeah, I didn't know that, so I'm glad you told me. But when I get this fucking mind reading thing worked out, fuck words, right? I just pluck all this <laughs> shit right out of your head. <laughs> no, no, just, just, just yank it on your testicles. Uh, in this pad you grew up, was there musical instruments? Uh, yeah, we had a piano. Ah, um, okay, that leads to the question when I get yeah. told that. Did you have to endure... Well, for some people, it was positive for for a lot of cats who've been on the show. It almost chased them away from music. The piano lesson experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, I took them for a while. Um, didn't stick, and uh, it wasn't painful or anything. It didn't really keep me away from music. But uh, you know, I didn't really develop any skills that followed me into young adulthood and into my current career okay. in music. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Like Ishmael, right? You live to tell the tale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And what about in school? Were you the marching band or in the choir, shit like that? No, not at all. Okay, I, I wasn't there again. You got to tell me. Yeah. But yeah. When we get that remind uh, yeah. me thing. Don't worry. There's a bright future up ahead, about a billion years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. What was the first record you bought with your own money, please, Chris? Uh, like it could be a record or CD or tape. Ah, yeah, I'm 65 years old. I'm sorry. Just any kind of medium in case thing where you had, cause when you're a boy, you, you ain't got a lot of money. That's why I asked that question. 
Yeah, the earliest one I can think of was probably like, um, oh gosh, uh, maybe it was the Cramps Greatest Hits. Okay, cassette. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. Really good one. Songs that the Lord taught us. I remember that's the first one I got. Um, what about first gig you saw? It was a local punk band at our high school. I can't even remember the name of the band anymore. Okay. You know, they were just, uh, you know, I think they were probably high school kids that had a band and they played in the gymnasium and it was, you know, fantastic. I mean, this was a few years after I graduated, but here in Pedro, at Pedro High, Black Flag tried to play at lunchtime. <laughs> Maybe That's 83, awesome. 82 or something. And yet, that not only does the gig get stopped, and fuck, the PA blew out, so Hank was just hollering and shit. But the lady who put on the gig got suspended <laughs> to show you how <laughs> fucked up it was, you know, how what a threat this movement was. God, <laughs> fucking, and, you know, laid down the road, it's what, uh, Green Day and Blink-182, what the fuck were they afraid of? <laughs> anyway, jocks painting their fingernails, you know. Anyway, we don't need a critique from what, but that's cool that that got to go down where where you were at. Now, yeah. now I'm I'm not talking after high school graduating or or a junior high, but in the afternoon, did you get into that basement band, bedroom band, garage band thing? Uh, I mean, yeah, I had a friend who had a a band in high school, and I was, you know, I was kind of like I helped them lug equipment and you know, come up with art for flyers and stuff. And they played some shows around town and that was, that was a lot of fun. I wasn't in the band, but I was kind of a, you know, I hung out with them. And Pedro, we say side mouse. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's good. George, George, <laughs> we, we were chowing this minute, man, we're on tour. And of course, D Boone gets served after Georgie. So, he was getting. Well, he also called him helicopter because the, the the fork could start twirling around. You know, and, hey, what's that taste like? What do you mean, French fries? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a little mouse, right? So that's why we got that slip. So, uh, but you were around the experience of, of putting together music and expressing yourself. Okay, okay. When 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 you start actually, yeah, uh, migrate from side mouse to participant. <laughs> or, or probably, what should I say, Prince, principal? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know, I, I got into a lot of it. Um, I mean, this was the early 90s, and I started discovering some experimental music, a lot of kind of noisy stuff that was uh, being produced at that time. And I kind of thought, oh, I, I can do that. That's really fun. And I started kind of building my own instruments with, you know, out of, random things whoa what was guitars. the first <laughs> yeah. what was the first instrument you bought uh, built oh i i had this um we had i was living in an apartment um and we had a couch that we couldn't get out because it was in the basement and so we had to hack it apart the, the wood the wood was good so i kind of like was like oh I, i'll you know repurpose kind of, it repurpose it yeah so i took that couch and turned it into kind of this percussive instrument with a guitar pick pickup on it and you could bang on it and it made this real weird doomy sound so i oh, that's <laughs> yeah, i made an instrument i started recording it and passing it around to friends and 
my scene in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, Berkey. So, yeah. so let me. You know, there's a, the whole art to the contact mic thing, right? You can put them on fucking anything and turn them into a fucking trip you can play. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I've had cats on the show. I mean, every oh, fucking contact mic on a contact mic, even. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about a cascade fuck. Huh? Okay. So, uh, no, that you know a cajon, right? That's box, right? And that's been, you know, they were playing the boxes because they took away the drums, right? And they made them slaves and do other oh. fucked work. So maybe it's you getting in touch with the tradition that's pretty fucking old. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I had never thought about it. Yeah. Like Cajon, you know, box. And it's literally box. You know, you beat on this. They sit on them. They're like, they d double up as a fucking throne, right? I like the way it ain't a stool, right? It's a throne. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Look, you cats gave me this music, uh, fur line, fur line toothpaste. <laughs> Let's play it. <laughs>
amputations a day. Count six days on severed fingers. Right to work. You're right to work. You're right.
A lot from Pedro Show. That chunk of music you start off with Free Static and Fur Line Toothpaste. Colin Dyer, brand new after. Get this title. I mean, that Fur Line Toothpaste pretty good. But get this one. 7061 <laughs> Okay. Noisuke after that with Closed Sunday. And people, it's in parentheses. Right? Fucking get your uh, semantics. The Chunks, bass players from Scotland, he wants everyone to know. Uh, a Trining Wedding. Then Alto with the exclamation point. Alto! Yeah. Which means up, people. Not bajo, which is my job. P16. And then finally, Free Static with Glassag. Glassog. Glassog, I think. It took three tries. Did I get it? Okay. Brother Carter, you're, you're next. Let's uh, hear your earliest musical recollection, please. Yeah, I think similar to Chris, my earliest musical recollection was just my parents playing uh, Mac Davis records in uh, like Loggins and Messina and uh, my mom playing piano in the house. Your daddy don't rock and roll. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a little calmer listening. And Mac Davis ended up with a TV show for a little while, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, everybody did it. Uh, Everyone had a variety people. hour, yeah. Right, a variety. And notice that that's completely good. Now they're judges on fucking uh, Ted Mac Amateur Hour clone thing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, nothing's new under the sun, people. Just repurposed, right, Chris? Okay, so was this pad um, instrumentless besides a piano like Chris? Um, no, piano was pretty much it. My folks were in the, the church choir, and so I think that was the other thing. They were always, you know, going to choir practice, and um, and then we all had piano lessons. Now, uh, how was the experience for you? It was okay. I, I struggled with reading the notes. I had some like learning disability. I, I got really hung up on remembering remembering the notes. So I did quit. I quit when I was young. What, you know, what, my experience with uh, guests having not so too positive experiences, it's more of the teacher. It's not the idea of lessons. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I, I was a very hands-on, I don't know, maybe we'll get to this, but drums became my instrument um, later on in school. Uh, ah, in school. So, yeah, you know, the, the you probably are in the same room. Well, I saw you guys uh, sitting next to each other. So yeah. you heard about the, yeah, school band or uh, choir shit, and you did some of that. And uh, what kind, in the marching band, I mean, there's the triple toms, there's the big kick, except it's played with mallets, and uh, there's the field drums. And what, what, what part of the drum? It's like they part out the trap kit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I won a free lesson at the fairgrounds, and I and I and a cousin gave me a snare drum, and so I started in the concert band in like sixth grade, and then quickly moved over to drum set for the they had a jazz program in our the school system I was in, so moved quickly over to to full drum set. Well, um, if you would have stayed school. with the concert, you would have been playing all those little chinkaderas, right, like triangle and. <laughs> Yeah, those were fun. I stayed. I mean, I, I did a lot of band in high school. I stayed oh, okay. uh, in the wind ensemble, and I played a lot of the percussion stuff. I really liked all of anything that you could hit and made noise. I was into, and, and that shit scored. So you had to learn to read for that. I did, but I really, I still struggled to read. I could sight read some jazz charts, but I learned mostly by listening. Uh, and and I had a, you know, I had a theory class in high school, and I I fell behind really fast. And my music teacher 
could see that I was struggling with the just remembering the theory. So he he let me pass the class if I just went into his office and listened to jazz records for the period. So I just oh, spent a lot, of, lot of time listening to jazz records. That's um, a good and, teacher. That's a good teacher because he's yeah. You know what I mean? It's not one size fits all. He fucking yeah. What's it called? Empathy. Yeah. Yeah, so ear training, you know, learning just to listen to the the band and listen what other drummers were doing and just play f- for hours trying to figure it out. Um, and I had lessons. I had a, a, a outside lessons outside of school also. And, and how would you with that teacher cat happening? Yeah, he was cool. Okay, yeah, he was right. really active locally in a lot of because bands. Because I've I've, I've I've had negative experiences too. Like you know, they Mary had a little lamb, and I want to learn Iron Maiden or some shit. And, no, he would teach me, you know, Black Dog and Rush songs. and Because that's what kids want to do, right? They they, they want to learn songs off of records. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he would give me tapes to listen to and, um, you know, listen to YYZ and listen to Black Dog and listen to this, that, and the other thing. And so he knew I was a good... Black Dog is really tough, too, because I think John Bonham is not really playing in time with those guys, but he's so solid... He, he makes the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that opening has like an odd time. Yeah, or no time. time I think it's parallel yeah. universe. Yeah. Because I've heard people like debate this shit. And you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works. Okay. Does it rock but, or not? Yeah, right, right, right. In jazz, they'd say swing, right? Is a swung? Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So, in fact, that would be like a real heavy thing. It's almost like poser word in the punk uh, movement earlier. Yeah. Yeah, like with the fake name and funny clothes. I ain't posing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Far from it. Billion years. Billion miles. So what about like what I asked Chris? Not graduating, but in the afternoon, the garage band, basement band, bedroom band? Yeah, so one of my I had three brothers and one of them played electric guitar. And so he and I actually just played a lot together in our bedrooms and he'd bring his guitar and amp into my room and we would just uh just jam to and he was learning like Jimi hendrix and red hot chili peppers and led zeppelin riffs and so we would just play for hours the two of us and then um and then it was mostly that in in jazz band in high school but uh, not really writing original uh compositions and not really performing just joy of not, music yeah not until after not until college and then what do you do for college? Uh, he and I he and I did form a band. We were living in Seattle. It was the 90s. So it was a very like kind of grunge, doomy punk, Melvin's sort of heavy, heavy band. And, and we played around around Seattle a little bit. 90s. Together. I remember playing with Zeke. Oh, under, Zeke was great. Under the rail. Because I guess this pad was under the rail. <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, well, I remember it real well is because... Uh, Gigi Allen was the night before, and there was an odor. <laughs> I bet there was. <laughs> and you know what Watt learned? Big tour <laughs> lesson, even though I had been, already been touring for 20-something years. Bring your own mic, especially oh. if you go on after that. Oh, yeah, after Gigi, no, no joke. <laughs> oh, okay, what was this band called? Uh, that band was called Not So Much. Okay, so is this uh, your first band? What was Not So Much uh, first gig? Uh, I think our first gig was a house party. We had a, a house with friends from art school and we just all collected and other bands would play and we played there a lot. And then we started playing some bars. Well, some let me scuzzy, ask you about that first gig. Bars. I, you only have your first gig once. So I want to ask a little bit about that. <clears throat> would, would you consider it a success? 
Oh, hell yeah. Okay, great, great. I mean, they yeah. didn't throw shit. Batteries hurt, especially the D ones. I was talking yeah. to Brother Ted about that. We were, Miniman was opening for Flipper, and some fucker hit me right in the chest with a D cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't oh, think it was that rowdy, our yeah, first kind game. of a success. <laughs> yeah. I didn't die. Okay. So how long has this band – now, is this still just a duet? Is there – with that poor, lonely kick drum, where's the bass player? Yeah, yeah. No, we did. We had a friend we recruited to play bass, and she learned to play bass uh, in that band with us. Um, so yeah, we were a trio. Oh, power trio. And, and what about the material? Did you move on to making your own stuff? Yeah, it was all original. Oh, wow. All, yeah. Now who was, the, who was it? Was your brother, is your brother older? Uh, younger. He's younger. Yeah. So, so you were writing the songs. We both were. It was so pretty I'm just It was usually I'm like some, somebody had a riff or somebody had a, you know, a beat or a bass line and, and we would kind of rally around. But my brother wrote a lot of the lyrics and, and flushed songs out. I just made a progenitor guess. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, whoever came up with the first thing, then everybody rally around that. But your brother made most of the words. I think so, yeah. Did he yeah. have to sing them? He did sing, yeah. Okay, well maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although the Rush guy, right? Uh, well, not the original guy, but when they got the second guy, he ended up writing all their words, huh? Oh, Neil Perry, yeah. And yeah, I he think did the same lyrics. thing right. with uh the the first band uh, Rocky Erickson was in Thirteen Floor Elevators. I think Tommy, the drummer, wrote a lot of the words. So, so uh. yeah, you know, I'm way into this idea of drummers being more. You know, Chico Hamilton couldn't get songwriting credit. Really, I wouldn't shit you. I guess because yeah. maybe the notes don't last long enough. I don't know. It's bull. I I think it's actually just prejudice and shit. You know this. It, like, if I write somebody a song, it's always bass lines. It's never chorus, verse, bridge, you know, intros out. Right. No, no. You, thanks for that bass line. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No. But the idea, I mean, this was a big mistake the Minutemen made was having George Hurley in the back. Last 20 years, I've had all my drummers downstage right at the lip. Especially with rhythm music. What a fucking denial move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, this I guy's love- an idiot. I love it when bands have the drummer like turn sideways or that or too. Front. That's a new uh, thing, right? Although yeah. I saw, you know, long time ago that uh, what were they called? Bent, uh, they changed their name to Bent. I can't remember. But uh, the, uh, the one of the ma- uh, mask bands, you know, the Hollywood scene here, they had cats on. You know, the whole thing is just fucking with the paradigm, right? Yeah. Yeah, we used to go see No Means No a lot. You remember No Means No? Right, right. From and, and, and it was the brothers at first. Yep. And then he, who must not be named, he li- <laughs> Andy lives in uh, Holland now. But the Wright brothers, John yeah. and uh, Rob. And, John uh, and Rob. Man, big uh, Minutemen were his way into that, man. I got a poster. They, they had that one album where they all riffed on uh, Finnegan Wake and Ulysses uh, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Great cats. Uh, so. Um, how long does this trio last? Oh, uh, I think I think about three or four years. Uh, yeah, yeah. We put out a little tape and um, just played around at friends' parties and some some trashy bars in Seattle. <laughs> and it went kind of like right. Well, I remember long time Seattle, no, no underage gigs, right? Yeah, I think by the time I got there, there were there were more. But yeah, okay. a lot of them were. They were all at twenty one and over. Yeah, places, if I, I remember playing like frat places, like uh, Central Pump or Tavern or wherever the fuck that was downtown. And yeah, it was it was hard, and you know, especially when they got 
oh, this is the town. This is their moment. And yeah, well, why not some under 21 gigs? Uh, Trivial things evolve that way. So this band runs its course. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're at the end of the first hour. God damn, I'm having a good time. Uh, April 26, 2023 edition, Wapito Show, special guest, Free Static. Hold tight for hour two. April 26, 2023, it's the second hour of Wap from Pedro Show.
Ladies and gentlemen of the Jim Jam Lounge, please welcome Bomus Prendon. Yeah. 
heart, curled it up, and put it in jars. Still, it ain't no day no more. No more. And the moon's in and out. It's the black green of the water in them jars you're looking in. Slide my hair looking back at me. The face on the mirror. It's a long ways away. It's good to know. Thank <laughs> you. 
Lot for Pedro. Show start off the second hour with Free Static doing Glue Skin Ass Accelerator. Then Bomb is Prended at the Jim Jam Lounge slash Ain't No Day No More. Uh, this, this band, many years has been together, maybe five, six gigs, but thousands of recordings. Uh, like D.C. area. I, th- I think they were out of VCU, uh, Richmond College here. Virginia. And then finally, Free Static with Half Nod Witness and the last word screamed. So, let's hear about how Free Static Chris, how do you meet Courtney? Courtney, how do you meet Chris? Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, we have a mutual friend uh, or he, this guy we knew here in town and he was putting together uh, some record listening hangout what what were we calling like it? Record salons or a something. Record salons. salons. Yeah. And yes. uh, so, you know, like he he organized these hangout situations where we bring all records we liked and played them for each other. And Courtney was at the first one we did. And, you know. It's kind of like the in-person version of the mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was very much. Yeah. No, yeah. those th- those things are important, right? Because they pop, totally. they pop like bees with the pollen, you know. Totally, yeah. I mean, you learn about a lot of new weird music from those kinds of things. But we were listening to the. We kind of were like really stoked on what we each brought, and we were like, "Well, we probably should play together, right?" Because we knew we were all musicians. And then this friend uh, John and Chris and I got together, and we just started jamming, and we started doing it like weekly. The three of us, yeah. And they were sort of like we'd show up, no conversation, plug in, and just play for two or three hours straight without talking. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Well, you know what? Because maybe that though that spiel would get in the way. So you know, coming together with music, and 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 Chris, were you doing that repurposed couch? Well, but you know, I had um, acquired some some synthesizer modular synth by then, and um, a little portable system. So I I was playing that. But you use that thing now? Like we're we're, we're gigging with it. This oh weekend. yeah, we're still playing with the the the, the couch drum, spring device. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it works, don't fix it. Yeah. Uh, and, and and Courtney, were you? Did you bring a trap set? I mean, what were you working? Yeah, I, I was playing drums, and our friend John was on guitar, so it was synth, drums, and guitar. Um, ah, Chris, were you doing some, like, bass synth, like some fucking Chaka Khan, or? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, more like, uh, you know. Funky Worm? Space sound, it's more like Hawkwind. Oh, you okay. Know, yeah, space yeah, sounds yeah. Sure, and sure. whooshes and bleeps and bloops. Actually, the bass at first for them was fucking Lemmy. That's yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, incredible cat. Not a lot of low end, but a lot of bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very nice man. I got to meet him a couple times. One time he gave me his turkey, uh, Grand uh, Bourbon, uh, Wild Turkey. Wow. wow. Yeah, he was in the same pad up when I was mixing my first up. He says, I'm doing an opera too. It's about the First World War. It's called 1916. He's wearing like this gray leotards, a, a belt made out of machine gun bullets, and that's the ad. <laughs> Nice. But he was the nicest man in the world. You wouldn't have believed that. In this uh, very genteel voice, you know, but this outfit, yeah, it was a trip. But That's he was awesome. very, very kind, very nice and sincere. You know, look you right in the eye when he talked and shit. So much respect. Uh, so, okay, that first, uh, was it called Free Static, that first prac? No, we didn't have a name for a while until John moved, had to move away and Chris and I kept playing. 
I think we were called Structures for our very first gig. Yeah. We played at a local noise show, and, uh, yeah, we went by Structures that first time. And uh, how was the gig? It was good. I actually played drums, and you played synth. We did sort of a Krautrock Space Jam thing while everyone else was playing noise, power noise. We we showed up and actually played some sort of pseudo-musical <laughs> psychedelic <laughs> no, jam. No, every, no. Everyone was tripped out that there was a whole drum set in the room. Yeah. Well, well think about think – about- what you call crowd rock and shit. You're talking like can and noy and exactly. It's kind of a, a German take on funk. Yeah, that's my absolutely. opinion. Jackie, oh man, what a fucking drummer. Yeah, and, and you know, and not not doing a a kitsch kind of clone. You know, just trying to find their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, tri- it's trippy, trippy. But look, you gave me. Uh, I got confidence. That's good when you got a brand new band. Let's play it. That's right. Yeah, Conrad. 
the defects in this. Listen, shut up. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
that chunk of music start off with Free Static doing I Got Confidence. Fucking you show up the gig with the trap kit. The genre name, Gulag, Berlin Wall shit, labels like that. But then you fuck it with their paradigm by bringing the drum set. And more than that, you brought some grooves. Yeah, bitchy. Okay, I got confidence. Free static. Then Ratchet Orchestra from Quebec with Yield. Brendan Elder Ensemble with Up. And finally, you guys gave me an excerpt, I guess. It was too long. These these are long, but this is even longer. Free Static with Live at Epic Seconds 2023, which I'm assuming is like kind of a, a festival? Uh, it's a record shop in town. Oh, okay. Okay. Eugene. Yep. Damn. Downtown? Downtown. Okay. Things change, though. College town, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Zoothorn Molo was working at a record store, right? Bill Hackerlode. That's what I heard. Somebody, in fact, somebody bring, brought me a CD of a, his a more recent stuff, kind of blue sting. So uh, mm. now you're still called Structures at this gig, but it, it was a successful gig. And why the name change? Uh, I think we picked the name quickly, and we didn't. We weren't. St- we needed to have our name on the poster, or whatever, and we didn't like it, but we went with it, and then we just decided to change it after. I guess. <laughs> Okay, and, and and let's talk about the material. Was the material you did for that static gig kind of what you're doing now? Uh, that I think was a little different. We our our rehearsal space changed, and we didn't have a place to play drums anymore. And so wow. I switched to more electronic stuff, tape loops, and some mixers and delay pedals. And and did so you have experience with that stuff, or was it new to you? It was kind of new. I was yeah. learning from Chris. I was watching him twist knobs and plug uh-huh. things in on his his modular synth, and I got kind of interested in how you can process sound, you know, music concrete, process existing noises, and turn them into something different. Yeah. Um, and so we started doing these long form recording sessions uh, in your like garage studio. Yeah, after- I had a little home studio in my garage and. We set up in there, but we couldn't play. Actually, we tried drums like the first time. The neighbors got mad. And the neighbors got <laughs> mad. And she came, came out and, and was crying because crying. she was so upset on how loud it was. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay, we'll, we'll cool it with the drums. And, and you know. And that kind of changed. I mean, static that, that, sound that, was born. Yeah, that changed after that. With that technique, you know, instead of putting the water hose in your mail slot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, might have been more effective. Yeah. So, 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 is the second gig free static, or is it still structures? Uh, free static. By okay. The okay. Gig. So it's only one gig is structures. And yeah. have you abandoned the trap kit even by the second gig? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So sea change. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe set up and tear it out a little quicker. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Some electronic setups are pretty big, man. Dudes filling up tables. Some dudes yeah. they open up the crap top and push the space bar. I mean, there's, <laughs> but is it, that's a sexy gig, right? That's real oh, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Not really. Yeah. Whoa. Is he going to press it again? Yeah. yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> no. 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 <clears throat> so <clears throat> you guys had a quick evolution, and it was very practical can't play drums because of the situation at Prague, you know? Uh, yeah. 
You felt well, that the name didn't fit the band. You don't know. No, it, it sounds like, you know, pretty clear mind. It wasn't like you wanted concepts to overthrow the reality. Right, exactly. Right, right. But yeah. still want to express yourself in, in, in kind of abstract terms. But uh, very musical. I, I really dig what you guys do. So how do you communicate ideas? You know, I always ask this of people with improvised music, like, to me, the dilemma seems like who goes, like what you said on the fucking uh, Skype on my iPad here, who goes first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like in rehearsal, like when we get together and play, it's it's often just whoever hit the power button first goes first, uh, whoever whoever can get a sound spun up. But when, you know, we play live, we have a little bit more of a discussion around our, you know, our, our kind of benchmarks in the set. Um, but it's still pretty loose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to get more into that, but fuck, we're out of time. End of the second hour of the April 26, 23, 2023 edition of Wolf Peters, a special guest, Chris Courtney of Free Static, whole time hour three. <laughs> April 26, 2023, it's the third hour of the Wolf Peters show.
Off for Pedro show. Start off third hour, free static. This is more live stuff, I'm thinking. And it's an, another excerpt also. And this is New Music Fest 2022. New Music Fest, kind of generic. Where was this? Uh, that was in Eugene. Eugene, okay. The okay. event that Eugene Difficult Music. Oh, was that? On. It was that? Yeah. In October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And after that, GAS Drummers out of Spain with El Muerta. Omel, oh, no. Oh, El Mar. Right? El Mar, he's a man with Spanish, but in French, yeah, La Mer. It's, it's a woman, yeah. So fuck you, whoever's trying to make laws against switching around and shit. Let, let people have their own life, goddamn. Uh, the ocean does. <laughs> then we had uh, Hidden Force Trio with Raul Cantazano and Colin Webster doing Slam Gretzel. Uh, Damon Smith and Pandelis Cariorgis with Pennant and finally Free Static Memorial Sunset Skull Stairway. What about ti- when do titles arrive? Uh, when the piece is done, or do you start with them? Uh, well, I have this like notebook where I just like free associate, you know, words and like write a list out, and then you know we'll come up with a piece and. We'll open the. I'll open the notebook and throw out a couple ideas, and Courtney will say like thumbs up, thumbs down, or so the titles like exist on their own, separate from the piece, and then we try to to align them. Yeah, they're sitting in. They're sitting in this trove of of Chris's, and then ready to be plucked, right? Yes, it's like a surrealist so, well of no, well of, of truth or something. Or, or a sculptor with a big fucking yard of rocks and just waiting right. to fucking. <laughs> I can see that goddamn you know Mount Rushmore in there, and you know, I just got to make it be so. Well, I ask that because I have to start with the title to get focused, and like almost everybody asks, they put titles on at the end. So what you get, you already got the titles, but you got to see which one fits. Kind of, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's totally true. And uh, when you're composing, to communicate with each other, uh, each other, do you ever use scripts or, or some kind of scoring? No. No, we've talked about doing graphic score stuff, but yeah. we just are too lazy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we, when we, we formed our group. We were like, all right, we don't write songs. We don't have to do anything. If we have to cancel practice, then we will because we have kids and, and jobs and wives. Uh, so low pressure and everything is process oriented. So, I don't know. I sometimes write out you the do? scripts. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, with waveforms and then like parts and. But it, it, I, then I try going. to go back to it, and I never, I can't <laughs> interpret it. <laughs> oh, so the best laid intentions, man. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. But you know, uh, that could be part of the dynamic of your uh, interaction. Is like reacting. Without yeah. it being script, you know, there's just like when people say, well, how's it organized? Oh, it's random. Well, that's a way of organizing things. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think, I think actually we talk about music a lot, like what we're listening to. And, and oftentimes that's kind of how we reach descriptions to things is like, you know how this group does this, or we hear, you know, this is happening. I like that vibe or I like that tone or I like those sounds. Let's put something like that here in the middle. You know, that, that kind of conversation does happen. Well, that's why I kind of brought up the title thing, because if, if you put some out there, Hey, yeah, you know, let's build that. Exactly. You know what I mean? It gives you something to set the sides. That's what Watt has to do. But 
Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious about, you know, anybody who composes music, there's so many different ways to do it. So I'm intrigued by all of them. I think they're all valid. Yeah, yeah. And the instruments actually have a huge impact, too. Like when we shift tools, it does shift how things sound. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Chris will build a new synth, and suddenly we've got a whole different palette to work oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because, like, kind of the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with some synths, you can't, like, sequence things very easily, right? So you've got free-flowing noise versus, like, percussive rhythms, and, and you yeah. know, that kind of stuff will shift. And so maybe something's locked into a groove. Maybe everything's loose and ambient, Uh or maybe it's built around a sample or a bass line that's been recorded and yeah. played back. You know, it just depends. Yeah, it's instead cool. of seeing that as a liability, you hook a key on it as a tema, as a focus point for the piece. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Let me play uh, Peeled Temple. Thank you. 
Why from Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Chuck start off with Free Static doing Peel Temple. Then uh, the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featuring the Underwood Piano, Harla Quintet with Cities in Desire and Despina, just part of Italia Calvino's Visible Cities. Finally, Free Static. We clap for the drown by They'll Never Hear. But they'll never hear, maybe. Should be by? Did that get uh, written wrong? But. No, it should be but. It should be but. Let me do a, I'm going to do a <laughs> correction, people. So pay no attention to that man with the fucking pen. <laughs> okay. So we clap for the drowned, but they'll never hear. Because they're drowned. <laughs> okay. But, you know, and 10 is 9 tenths of the law. So fuck it. What's ahead? What do you? Uh, let me ask you this first. Where can people learn about Free Static on the internet? Uh, our Bandcamp, freestatic.bandcamp.com. We also have a, a webpage, freestatic.xyz, and then you can find us on Instagram at freestatic.hz. See that, people? F R E E S T A T I C dot X Y Z. Correct. Not com. Not com. X Y Z. And from yeah. there, you probably got links going to all your other corporate. All the links. Yep. Yeah. The corporate telephone poles that we love, stapling up flyers on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> to to stretch the metaphor, because that's what it's for. And uh, what's up ahead? Oh, we're putting on a show this weekend. We're just, you know, we're pretty busy locally. We're putting on a show at a friend's warehouse um, with another, a bunch of other acts. And it's all ages. We're doing an all ages show. Yeah. So. What's um, the venue? You know, and then we're recording. What's the, what's the venue? Right I'm sorry. The record. Yeah. Courtney, what's the venue? Uh, it's uh, The venue is like my buddy's wood shop. I think we're calling it the Pine Box for this Pine show. Pine Box, people. All ages. All okay, ages. This weekend. See, so kids, wife. Other jobs, other life. Yeah, you can. There's still time for that kind of stuff, but yeah. it's but it's in your time. I understand what you mean. It's like you don't work it the other way. Yeah, yeah. But, we had bands for a while with other people in them, and that's just a lot of logistics to manage. Sure, sure. Like that's too many things. Sure, sure, sure. And the future belongs to the efficient. <laughs> 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 and so you said you're getting ready for another album. Tell me about yeah. that. Well, yeah, we're just kind of, you know, recording and doing overdubbing and. Well, tell me, tell me how Free Static does. Tell me how Free Static does an album. Are they all kind of similar, or is each album its own fucking trip? Its own trip. Yeah, but they all kind of start like where like an album would be like you know we kind of improvise together mm-hmm. we go oh that was really good did you record that oh yeah i did okay <laughs> let's chop off the you know let's find the, the you know what joey wonder you know what joey wonderker drummer man uh he said he uh, played uh, on a pete townsend song he says when you record with pete townsend you actually play on the demo the <laughs> yeah. demo becomes like the, the the backbone of the spine of the tune <laughs> well, we record a lot in our just jams. Like we just get together, we can play, and we usually record it. And oftentimes, we find we've got hours and hours of stuff to pull apart. And you know, Chris and I've talked about Can a lot and how they recorded for Everything, a long time right? and then edited their pieces down. Yeah. I read about that that they they recorded everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we'll cut things down. We'll cut like a 20 minute jam down into like seven minutes and then we'll add some extra stuff to it. If it needs percussion or samples or other, you know, noises or so sounds. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll you'll preserve, you'll preserve that original, the thing that gave you the impetus for the piece. Yeah. A that's, lot of it's that's garbage. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's up to people to decide, I guess, but um, I mean, you know, yeah, John Cage said, like, you talking to your buddy and even the most beautiful symphony is noise because, yeah, it's getting in the way of your conversation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. old Cagean perspective. So, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, and and so you're right now you're, you're in that process of the jams? We're in the process of editing, I think, and refining stuff. We've, we've got a lot of jams, and we're now, like, picking through pieces, picking through the, the, the trash heap. And looking for the gold. <laughs> when do you think it'll come out? Um, you know, hopefully in in twenty three. Okay, I'd say we're pretty close. We yeah, can, I, can I put a, can I put an invite out? Like when it comes out, will you come back on the show? And we can play it and talk about it. Would love to. Ah, bitch. Sure. I'll send you an email when it's out. Okay, beautiful, beautiful, and thanks you too, Chris. Thanks so much for you both being on the show. Big honor for me. Please keep on keeping on. Thank you, Mike, for all you do, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you right, so much. Right back, right back. People, April 26, 2023, just watch Peter, so keep your powder dry.